Yabaseyo mina and welcome to the show with your host, the internationally known Fabes. So let's start the show. Hello everybody and welcome back to the show by Fabes. We are on episode 3, Sun Tool. I hope that's right. Hannah Till said, no shit, I said it wrong. Okay, so let's try that again. Welcome to episode three, San Set, which is the way you say free in English, Japanese, and Korean. And today's episode is called Where Are You From? So, yay. As of recording this, no episodes have gone live, so I still don't have any feedback or comments or whatever to kind of feel the first kind of opening of the episode so i'm gonna talk about me once again for about a minute or two just to give you guys some kind of background information about me so if you don't know me you can kind of get to know me a little bit better today i'm going to say i know I don't know, I kind of wish this was a calling show because then someone could call me and I can just fill this time. But hopefully by episode four we will have some comments or me making corrections and stuff like that. But who knows because I've recorded the last three episodes now without anyone feedback or even listening to them so I don't know what I might need to correct. So hopefully you will have something next time. But um that's me rambling for about a minute let's actually say stuff about me so one thing i want to say about myself is that i am very uh pedantic and um like i said in the previous episode that i have ocd it is one of my various mental health issues along with clinical depression and um yeah, some people might think it's a bit weird for me to talk about that at the top of this, but um, I just want people to know that um, I do suffer with some mental health issues. I will be speaking about them very soon, um, so in about a couple of episodes, um, we will talk about some of my issues and hopefully um, get more mental health awareness out there and um, uh, see myself as another kind of like voice on mental health who's out there in the media even though I'm probably not going to be that popular but at the end of the day at least I know that I've still got myself out there talking about mental health and using the hashtags to kind of get the mental health awareness out of there so um if you are a listener and you don't know who Fabes is, just know that he is someone who has mental health issues and that um, if you know someone who has mental issues or if you have mental issues yourself, um, just know that sometimes we all have problems and, you know, it can get better and sometimes it gets worse, but hopefully we have more good days than bad so just stick it out there and uh, know that you know if you have health issues mental health issues and you feel like no one cares um, just know that someone always does care even if they 
don't necessarily know how to show it and um and that's one of the things that I've learned about myself uh, over the last 10 years of dealing with this and that someone always cares it's just sometimes that it's hard for them to show it or hard for them to reach out so I thought I would just do that little announcement and share a little bit more about myself and what's uh, going on with me Anyway, to switch gears a little bit, there is some news that I do realise that I can actually say here. So, um, one of the things I didn't know how I was going to do the show was I didn't know how I wanted it to go. I didn't know if I wanted to do an episode a week for eternity or do a certain amount of shows for a while and then take a break and come back to it. And I've kindly, kind of not kindly, kind of thought of a way that I'm going to do the show. And, um, yeah, um, because, you know, doing a show like this is kind of difficult to plan out and get everything right when you're first starting out. So, um, like I said back in my original episode, I did want to kind of talk and have some of my friends come on and do stuff. And um, because I couldn't get people around to do it as fast as I like to I've kind of had to make some kind of decisions about what I'm going to do the show so um I'm going to do my show in a very British way so if you are American or from wherever you might be I'm trying to think of countries and god I'm talking about countries today so that's just terrible 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 journalism right there um but if you're with uh not with a country that's not in the uk um but you would know this anyway if you're familiar with the way that the uk do tv shows and stuff i'm going to do a similar format to that so um the only thing i can compare it to is like american tv is that american tv a season usually lasts about 22 episodes whereas a good uk tv series lasts about six to eight episodes and if we're extremely lucky, sometimes we get 12. Um, so I'm going to kind of follow the UK format. Hence that I'm going to do eight episodes this series or seasons. Um, probably going to call it a series because that's the UK thing and, you know, proud to be British and all that. So I'm going to do eight episodes this series. Um, so this is episode three. So we've got eight, another five to go after this. And what we're going to do after that is that I'm going to take a series break, which um, if you're from the British, you will know that that's what a lot of our variety shows do. They record for six to eight weeks, then take about two to three months and then come back. Um, I'm not going to do that exactly, but um, from the day of posting this, we are in the third week of November, if I'm correct. And doing my calculations so by the time this comes out we'll probably be like three or four weeks from christmas so hopefully my last episode will come out probably either the week or the week before christmas so um it will most likely be pre-recorded so it will be done before christmas so after that so pretty much um i will take a two-week break and two to three hopefully um, it, it'd probably be two to three a month tops because you know life and um, when I come back hopefully the series two will be uh, 
me and a couple of friends doing a couple of episodes and we'll go for another uh six six to eight weeks most likely eight to keep consistency and then take a month's break and then come back after a month and do some more if people are still interested so um yeah i know it's kind of like not like most places that would do it every week but um because i've got so much that i need to do in my life i would love to be able to do this every single day but since you know i still got to pay the bills and um have a life and you know do the other baking writing and stuff for my all my content so um that's the way that things are going to go for the first two series at the very least and then when i get into series three if i feel like we want to go longer i'll go longer or i feel like want to go shorter i'll go shorter but um I will definitely try to keep going as long as I've got something to talk about. So, yeah. So, for now, I have got enough content to last for the next five weeks. So, they are going to be interesting. And then after that, I've got about three or... I think I've got, like, four shows that I can do uh, with friends. So, hopefully, once this the first episode actually airs which it hasn't as of recording this um they will listen to it and be like oh yeah i want to join you so hopefully for season two we can or series two we can have like pretty much a guest every single episode and um make it a little bit more interesting than just me sitting here talking to you but uh if you're listening to me you probably just like me talking to you because it feels like you know i'm catching up with friends and telling them how things are going um, but yeah, that's just generally the lay of the land and what we're going to be doing. And I've realised that I've just kind of rambled on for a, a good while. So let's get on with today's subject. Today's subject is where are you from? So as I'm recording this, I have recently just been on holiday. And um, it was an experience. And um, I always knew when I started this podcast... Um, I would record an episode about me going on holiday because um, the holiday was so pre-booked that I knew that even if I started the podcast back in September or October or wherever, which I actually did technically start in September, um, I knew that I was going to be going on holiday halfway through recording or broadcasting. So I always knew I was going to talk about going on holiday. And um, since I've literally just come back a few days ago I thought yeah let's kind of move that episode up a little bit so while everything's still fresh in my mind so that's what we're going to talk about today uh if you hadn't guessed by all the references in just about everything that I posted whether it's the Yabaseyo or the Hanatu set or all the k-pop that I've got in this podcast um i am a very big fan of seoul and south korea and that's literally where i have recently just come from and yeah yeah i kind of pause for dramatic effect but then i forget there's no one here to kind of give me feedback so um if i've edited that that little pause and um this makes no sense now but hey that's why i did it um yeah so i've recently just traveled to seoul and I did that for the last bit of my 
birthday celebrations because I was celebrating for years and I decided that, um, well, for a year ago, I decided that for my birthday, I wanted to go on holiday. And because of things that happened, I kind of decided that I was going to go on one of my dream holidays. And I thought, why not do something that someone would not expect? So, so yeah, so... Alright, so let's let's start from again. Let's rewind a little bit. So if you are very much new to me and you've just happened to click on this podcast and you don't know who the hell I am, um on one of my older blogs, which will be on my main website soon, I used to talk about how I always wanted to go away and go on holiday and travel and see the world and see different customs and um there's a lot of reasons why I haven't done that in life and a lot of that had to do with my upbringing and the lack of funds and you know not everybody's you know privileged enough to have a childhood of like jetting off to all these different exotic countries when they're living at home and I've not really done that but I've always really wanted to I've always been intrigued by um, different countries architecture their landscape and just you know, what it's like to be in a city, whether that be, you know, very bad or good or whatever. And I've always had like a list of places that I wanted to go, but I've never really acted on it, which is weird for me because whenever I say that I'm going to do something, I always act on it very, very thoroughly. And this is one of the times where I kind of did that, but completely unexpected. So, I don't know where to start, really. So, I guess you're just going to have to hang with me here while I just kind of make things up as I go along. Because it's kind of a, not really hard, but difficult thing to kind of explain. So, whenever I've been on my Facebook and seen uh, friends or family go on holidays I was just always thinking why can't I do that and and I just don't know because there was a lot of things like holding me back about why I couldn't do it and why I shouldn't do it and after going on this holiday I've realized that they are really they're legitimate reasons but they're kind of silly things to worry about when there's more things, you know, to worry about in life than just what I worried about. So about seven years ago now, I went on my first international holiday. Um, One more time, big enough the Kingston crew. We went to Ibiza, which was nice. And it was the first time I've actually got on a plane, left the country, and I did that without my family. And um, for me, it was my first time doing a lot of the things that people would have done like 10, 10 years ago or even younger. I mean, even when I think about my niece, she's probably left the country more times than I have. And she's not even 10 years old yet. And um, for me, it was just like a very weird experience because I've never really done anything. And I always thought that my first time leaving the country, I'd go with my family and this was the first time I'd gone by myself 
well, not necessarily by myself, but without them. And um, it was an interesting experience because I enjoyed it. And at the time, it was just like great and it just made me feel good. And then um, after that, I was like, yeah, that was really good. I'm going to go on holiday more often. And then that didn't happen. And the reason why that didn't happen was not because I couldn't afford it or because I didn't know where to go. It's because I constantly was waiting for someone to go with me and now when I look upon that on reflection I realize that was probably the worst thing that I could have done and um, kind of leaned into the whole mental health thing so technically me mentioning it earlier kind of brought it back into the topic is that a lot of the time um, when I was first dealing with the first couple of years of my depression I was always wanting to do things but necessarily wanting to do them alone and I always wanted to do them with someone else so I had all these plans of me getting on a plane and going to wherever uh, we wanted to go but I was always constantly like yeah but I kind of want someone to do that with and because of that I constantly had all these plans and all these places that I wanted to go and then I would float these ideas past friends and then they'd be like, yeah, I'm up for that. And then plans would fall through or that they wasn't willing to spend as much on a holiday as I was. And, you know, kind of hindered everything until eventually I kind of forgot about it for for a while. Um, I only really started thinking about it more recently Um because I was able to say like make more money and say I want to do things so about a year ago when I changed my job and started getting a little bit more decent pay I was able to kind of save up a little bit by a little bit and um, within the space of six months I had enough to pay for a very long holiday in Europe because you know traveling around Europe from England is cheap or going on a very long far holiday not long but costing more and booking it well in advance so I did so my plan was well there were several plans to be quite fair so back in Back in, say, March or Easter time, whenever that was, I think it was March, April, I can't remember, um, I was like, yeah, so I need to pick somewhere that I wanted to go. And um, I didn't know because I kind of did want to do the whole celebrating the 30 years and I'd be for thing. And I kind of wanted to do that because it was playing it safe because it was somewhere that I had already been before. So I would know where I was going and know what I was like and know where certain things were. Well, at the same time, I kind of wanted to do like a little European tour, which I still could have done. I was like thinking like going to like three little countries for for like a day or two and then flying home or, you know, do a week somewhere else. And um, that those were my ideas at around Easter time and 
when I looked into it, it definitely was something that I could easily afford and possibly quite enjoy. But um, I didn't do those in the end. It was a very long and annoying situation that happened. And um, I kind of didn't want to do it. So about June, July, I had some issues and I was like, what do I really want to do? And I was just like, I want to go, I want to go to one of my dream holidays. So, um, as I say this, I look to my wall and I look at my dream destination holidays. So, um, my dream destination holidays are Japan, uh, Australia, uh, New York and LA and Seoul, South Korea. And I was just like, so why don't I do one of the dream holidays? So I went on to one of the many travel sites that I'm not going to mention and um, did some price comparisons. And I found out that with what I had, I could go wherever I wanted to. And initially I thought, I want to go to Japan. And I said that because, you know, for the longest time, for at least 15, 16 years, I've been like, yeah, I really want to go there. But then when I thought about it, I was just like, yeah, I could go, but when I looked into, like, how much it would overall cost me, I was just like, well, that'd be really, really taxing. But I was just like, you know, that's not really a hindrance because it's like, it's your 30th birthday, you're only going to be 30 once, and, you know, it's a nice way to celebrate your birthday. And I was like, yeah, I could do that. I could do that. I mean, that'd be easy. And I was just like, yeah. And then I was just like, but how about if I go to Korea? I was just like, but why would I want to go to Korea? And, just, and I thought, well, these points actually come true. It's just like you watch more Korean TV programs now than you watch any Japanese ones. I still watch one or two. I don't watch as much anime as I used to do. I don't watch much of Sentai and Kamen Rider as I used to do. But no, I watch a lot of Korean dramas. I mean, my Netflix watch list is just littered with the amount of dramas that I've got to watch or I want to watch, and then I was just like, and to be quite honest, you like the K-pop, and you're constantly just listening to it, like, all the time, so I was just like, well, maybe I could do both, I looked it up, definitely couldn't afford to do both, and then I was just like, so where do you think you really should go, and I was just like, I need to go to Korea, and I booked the ticket to Korea, by myself and as they say the rest is history now of course um deciding to go on this holiday was a very very big deal for me because as i said a lot of the time when i was planning travel i was always expecting someone to go with me and at the end of the day i was just like well i want to do something for me and i don't do a lot of things for me and I was like, if I was waiting for someone to go to South Korea with me, I might be waiting a long time because when I told friends I was going, they were, a lot of people were just like, oh, I wish I was going because they generally would. But it's that kind of thing where when people say that, you kind of think to yourself, they probably don't mean it. And it's just kind of like, well, that seems good for you, but I wouldn't want to go. But um, no, I really just did it because I thought to myself, you know, 30 years old dream destination you can afford it just just do it but um 
it wasn't exactly like an easy task for me because if you ask some of my friends at the time I kind of kept it very quiet I only told two people who knew and I only told them because I wanted their advice because I know that they've traveled quite a bit and I was just like does it seem crazy and then one of my friends said yes it does seem crazy but it sounds like the kind of crazy that you can live with and he was totally right and um so I just looked into it and I pretty much just booked the ticket and then after I had paid for the ticket is when I finally revealed it to the family and to my closest friends and they were all like oh okay and um I think that some of the people that I told, they were like, yeah, okay, he's going to go. He's probably not going to go. And then when I kind of told them, well, I've already booked the ticket. And it's like, what? You've done what? I was like, yeah, I've already paid. I've already paid my money. I've already got my flight. I've got everything all booked in already. And it's just like, oh, so you're like actually going? And I was just like, yep, apparently. I was just like, in three months' time, I'll be getting on that plane and landing in the middle of the Asian wherever I wanted to sound really clever there but I just lost the words and um yeah so it was just like a done deal from like July and every moment since then had been me kind of building towards going away at the time it really did get my mental health going because I was really worried and turns out I was worried about nothing but you know there's always a basis for anyone's worry and I never want to minimise anyone's feelings. Is that if you're worried about something, it's that you have genuine feelings about it. And I don't want to say to anybody, well, you know, that's silly. Because, you know, if you're worried about it, it's something that you worry about. And that's something that, obviously, that's something that's going through your head. So when a lot of my friends or people were telling me, like, oh, why are you worried? It's, that's quite normal. It's just like, well, for me, there was a lot to worry about. And I'm going to tell you why I worried about it. And, um... One of the reasons why I worried about it is because, like I said, I hadn't, I had never really travelled before. The furthest I'd gone is like to Ibiza, and that was with like four other friends. It was like this time I was getting on a plane, I was going halfway around the world on a 10 hour flight, eight hours ahead to a country by myself, to a country where I didn't know the language. I can barely speak any of the language now and um and I was just like I really don't know what I'm going to do with myself with being in a week be being away for a week in a country by myself and all that was kind of giving me some like serious anxiety about had I made a mistake what was I going to do and you know at the time these were genuine worries and now I'm just like yeah I did worry but you know it worked out fine and I don't even then when I had the worries I was just thinking maybe I've made a mistake and then I was just like no I haven't because this is something I want to do and sometimes you know when you get scared about things that you want to do sometimes it's just the fear that you need to kind of push you on to make sure that you're living your life because I could have easily just been like I've made a mistake, I'm going to cancel, get my money back and just decide not to go anywhere and just spend the money on a new something else. But that would have been 
me moving backwards instead of moving forwards and that's the way I kind of see this holiday is that I moved myself and moved my character in a positive kind of way and done something that not a lot of people could say they would do or would want to do so I am completely happy with my decision and definitely do not regret it so so that was the background to what led up to my trip so obviously as of recording this I've already been on the trip I've literally left the country come back and absolutely had the best time ever um a lot of people might want me to go into detail about why I had the best time ever but um I'm not going to if you want to know how that trip went uh on byfavors.com in the travel section Go to Lost with Soul and you can see my accounts every single day as well as see my thoughts on the entire trip. But for now, I'm just going to talk just briefly about kind of the whole holiday thing for me. And, you know, hopefully get some get some perspective and give some advice to some people who were a little bit like me and worried that they didn't know what they were going to do. So, um, when I booked... A little part of me did kind of wish that someone would say, oh, you're going? Oh, I'll come with you. But I knew that would be very, very unrealistic because, well, because people are people. And, you know, as I've already said, I've waited around for too long for people to kind of do stuff with me. Um, and just decided to just do it myself because it's just ten times easier that way. And I feel that if you are like me and constantly waiting for someone else you know sometimes you know you just gotta just gotta go it alone and some people really just don't like that and and that's what one of the things that this trip made me realize is that I can do a lot of things alone and I have done a lot of things alone but you know sometimes that can be good and then sometimes that can be bad and the experience that I had was that this was a good experience for me to go alone because it allowed me to go to a country that not, not necessarily everyone wanted to go to and you know experience something that I've kind of had an idea about for over a year now and now that I've lived it it's just kind of like well I'm glad that I did that for me because if I went with someone else they definitely would have had a different kind of outlook or or experience to what I wanted to do because me just walking around aimlessly till I happen to find a shop and just go in it and spend an hour walking around it would definitely not be considered a good time by someone else or you know just looking at you know beautiful views might not be someone else's good time whereas I just kind of just went and just wanted to experience the country and just be like yeah so this is Seoul this is nice we don't have this in England uh, rather than be like well I want to do this and someone else wants to do that or someone else wants to do this and it's just nice to kind of be like free to do what I want to do without compromising and I know a lot of my friends who had travelled alone said that's always the best way, but, you know, I didn't really believe them until I was there. And, you know, it was good. It was nice. And I don't necessarily feel like I 
was alone or alien it just felt that you know at the end of the day I'm doing this for me and you know if I wanted to stay out or stay up or do this for X amount of time I can just do that because there's no one I had to answer back to or had to report to I could just do what I want get on with it and be great and um, that's why it was kind of like a nice interesting segment of personal growth for myself because I just felt so good and I just felt so right in what I was doing and you know when I look back on it back in like when I booked it I didn't know if I was going to enjoy it as much as I did everyone kept on saying oh you're going to enjoy it but it's just like that's that's not really helpful because at the time when you're thinking about it you don't know if you're going to enjoy it and even up to the point when I got off that play and I was just like right I'm here holy shit what do I do now I was just like well you kind of have to get out of the airport and actually go around the city and find your way around and just see what happens but at the same time, you know, there was still a part of me that was just like, well, you're here and things could still go tits up before you even get anywhere. Someone can rob you, you could get lost, you could have left something important on the plane or at home or whatever. And it's just like, well, all that stuff can happen and you can make a nice experience go to a bad experience. But, you know, I dealt with it and you know, if you're a person who has very high anxiety, you know, you can, you know, you can just eventually just deal with that kind of thing eventually. And, you know, um, like I said, I have OCD. So for me, what really did help me was planning, was planning, planning, planning. And I had a friend, or I have a friend, not had a friend, a friend at work who went on holiday this year as well and um, we kept on talking about our travel because um, you know because that's what you do when you're traveling with people they always like to you know get ideas and find out what people are doing and um, our travel experiences were completely different because I planned 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 like a motherfucker and as I said you know because of my OCD it kind of allowed me to be prepared and because I'm prepared it didn't overwhelm me and I don't know if that's helpful to anybody, but yeah, it, it's helpful to me because because I planned. I knew what I had to do, where I had to go, and it didn't allow me to kind of um, be worried about what I was doing or where I was going. So it just kind of allowed me to be completely at ease. And, you know, when me and my friend compared notes, is that she was really not prepared as I was and I wasn't leaving for at least another two months so you know a lot of the things that I sorted out way ahead of time was like my luggage and you know the, the small things that I needed like um like you know hotels and language books and guide books and you know, looking at what kind of things that I would need to take because, you know, I'd never traveled before. So, you know, I needed to find like travel adapters and travel stuff that I needed to go with. And I got all that done pretty much like within a month after booking. And the only little things that I had to do was just like get, you know, 
a couple clothing items and stuff like a month before and that was all good and done and because of that I was completely prepared about what I needed and you know it gave me enough time to kind of research things on the country like what the climate was going to be like like what's the thing that tourists can do where are the places that tourists can go and you know how much spending money or how you know expensive the country would be or where I can go to like find the k-pop store and stuff like that and because I had prepared so much of that when I got there I had so much that I wanted to do that I didn't exactly get around to doing it so for me being prepared definitely did help me and um yeah if you can be prepared um try to be as prepared as you can be if you're worried about going it alone okay so that's me talking about this holiday which i kind of realize i've gone on quite a bit so i hope that's not too boring for you but um yeah so the whole point of this blog is where are you from and um um as even though this is it's a k-pop song because the k-pop is in is definitely in full force in this episode um it was actually something that would set to me when i was shopping in Meidong in Seoul and um so woman just said to me so where are you from and I was just like she said the phrase she said the phrase and I was just like oh I'm from England and she's like oh okay and I was just like good so great and um yeah it kind of makes me feel like I want a lot of the places where I go for people to say that to me like where are you from and I'd be like I'm from England I don't know why I said it like that but you know I'm from England whatever like that and um, have people kind of like be like, oh, cool, great, whatever. So it was a very good experience for me. And um, so the minute that I got on the plane back home, I realized just like I got on a plane because that was something that was worrying me because I've never been on a plane by myself. And it turns out I can handle that fine now. Um, I was just on a plane. I was just like, so where do I go next? What do I do next? And it's just like, well, when you get home, take a look at that world map that you've got on your wall and just see about all the places that you want to go and how and when are you going to get there. So, you know, there's a lot of places that I want to go. So as I mentioned earlier that I have all my dream destinations, but there's a lot of places that I realize that I've kind of missed off and not necessarily because they're dream destinations, because my dream destinations are places that I've wanted to go for a very long time or have a very specific interest to go because like I said when I went to go to Japan it's because I've had a infatuation with the country for such a long time and you know I want always want to go to America but I don't feel like I should be going there any time in the next two years so sorry but um yeah there's plenty of places that I can go even locally so um I have a map with a world map and the European map on my wall and you know I've got all the you know European countries listed like France Portugal um, Belgium Sweden uh, the Czech Republic and like Poland and stuff and then you know my more international taste is that you know I still want to go to North America so I would love to go to um, Toronto or Montreal probably Toronto because I don't necessarily want to go to a French speaking province because God, I have to remember my school French and Jesus Christ, that's just 
that's 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 just done just to say the very least. I mean, I barely have a good time with English, as you can tell. But um, yeah, so I was just like, yeah, let's just stick with English. And then you know, I would still like to um go back to my country of origin, which is Saint Lucia, and hopefully another couple more countries that I'll figure out soon enough. And you know. And you know, one that's come up on my that I've recently put on my board is that I'd love to go to Singapore, but that's mainly because of the crazy rich Asians and how wonderfully that country is described. But um, yeah, there's a lot of places that I want to go, and a lot of places where I want people to say to me, "Where are you from?" And you know, I'm going to get there because you know I've realised that you know if I want to go somewhere. Just book it. Just do it. I mean, no one's going to be like, well, you can't go there. The only thing that's going to stop me is, like, legal reasons. But no one of my friends or none of my family can be like, yeah, you shouldn't do that. And it's just like, well, I'm going to do it because, you know, I I, I want to live. I want to see this world. I want to see everything. And that might make me a little bit adventurous or a little bit risky in some places. But... For me, I definitely do not have any problems about me doing these kind of things alone anymore because I know that if I do go alone, I'll enjoy it. And, um, you know, there's always a chance that, you know, on a plane or on a tour bus, you might meet someone who's also alone and, you know, you do things together, you know, even if it's for a day or just go for coffee and, you know, compare experiences or even you know meet a local and have a local explain you know like how things work and things like that so I'm definitely up for like doing things on my own because I can handle it and if I have to do travel alone so be it but you know it might be okay that occasionally that I have a partner or, or two to explore another country but I'm absolutely okay with um, doing things alone in that aspect because, you know, I want to see what the world has to offer and if I were to wait around for other people to help me share that experience, I'm going to be waiting around a very, very long time. Whereas, you know, if it's just like, right, I need to pick a destination, where do I really want to go? I'll just pick one and just do it because I need to. And I need to because that's how I want to live my life. And um, as I've said to many of my friends, that's how I want to live my life in the next 10 years. It's that in my 30s that I want to not necessarily travel everywhere that's on my list because that'd be pretty much me never having any holiday time for anything else besides traveling. But, you know, I'd like to say, do 50%, you know, just do some of them, especially the Europe, European ones, because the European ones I can do, I could do very easily. And um, I just want to do those because it's just like, this is what I've wanted to do for such a long time, but I've not done it because, once again, the fear and, the you know, the anxiety and my own just kind of personal fears, beliefs and whatever have held me back and you know, I'm really getting tired of letting things 
hold me back when they really shouldn't because I am a person and I need to be able to express myself and do things and, you know, not always worry about the consequences because, you know, sometimes, yeah, we have to, but sometimes, you know, when you just shut up your head and just get on with it, it can be so great and so prosperous that it's just, I think that's a word, if not whatever, um, it's just a great way to kind of just you know, get get your life rolling and just do what you want to do. And I think for me that's really hard because I hate to kind of be the selfish person. But, you know, I've got to remember that sometimes in life that you have to be a selfish person, especially when it comes to things that you want to do because, you know, you can't always live your life against someone else. And that's what this trip has kind of taught me is that if I was to have waited and, you know, I don't know. Well, what it really told me is that if I would have waited for someone to come with me to this part of the world or if I had been too scared and just decided to just sack it all off, I wouldn't necessarily have the feelings and the emotions and the eye-openness that I have now and also it makes me feel like I am a little bit more interesting to some people because I have gone to a country that a lot of my social circle would have never even gone to or even thought about going or gone to any part of that world and I like that fact because it makes me feel more unique than I already do. And I don't say that to kind of give myself a big head. It's just that, you know, I felt like by me doing this, I didn't do something generic. I didn't do something that everyone was doing. I did something that I want to do, which is unique to me. And it's not necessarily like, Oh yeah, I went to Seoul and my friends, all of my friends go, Oh yeah, I went there. Did you do this? Did you do that? Did you do everything? It's just like, no, um, I did this, this and this. Whereas, you know, and now, and that's why I kind of like it. It's because, you know, I can say to people, Oh yeah, I went there. And a lot of people are like, yeah, I haven't been there. What did you like it? And I'd be like, yeah, of course I liked it. And, um, I like that feeling, but, um, I'm not necessarily going to say that all my holidays have to be like to places that no one else wants to go. You know, I you know, still have the whole um, idea of like going to Paris and going to Stockholm and, you know, going to Berlin and stuff like that. But, you know, at the same time, you know, I'm absolutely okay with going to places that people would have never really thought of going and, you know, when I spoke to a lot of locals, they're just like, why did you want to come here? And it's just like, well, because I want to see your beautiful country. And it's just like, but, you know, you have places like America and other places. And it's just like, well, I want to do that too, but I want to see, I want to see South Korea because I'm very much into it. And, you know, I wanted to see how much of what I've read, seen and heard is fact and how much is fiction. And, so far, it's about 50-50, just an FYI. But um, I 
know where I'm going next. So, the next stop in the Fade World Tour is not out, not too far from home. Um, it's hopefully I'm heading north to the lovely country of Iceland to see the Northern Lights. And hopefully that would be quite good to do that. And very unique because um, I know a lot of people said they wanted to do that when I've mentioned to them that, oh yeah, I might be going to Iceland in January and everyone's just like, oh, oh, I've always wanted to do that. It's just like, well, I'm going to do it. And now that I've said it live and broadcasting, if I don't do it within the space of, well, since we're in November now, in the space of four months when you can see the Northern Lights, people's going to be like, so what happened with that? And I was just like, well, the only thing that could hinder that is money, but, you know, I definitely know that I can do it. And, um, yeah, so that's my next plan. So I definitely plan to travel more, and I definitely now have to travel bug, but, um, yeah, I'm definitely planning on going to Iceland is my next international destination which should hopefully happen in the next two to three months and the last thing i want to talk about in regards to my travel is what i do a lot of people i know when they go on holiday their idea for a holiday is like going to a hot country to lie on a beach get a tan and just generally chill out for me this is not necessarily a good idea well given that i'm black already i don't necessarily think I need to top up my color because you know I kind of have perma color so I think unless I want to get even darker because yes black people can tan I really wanted to say the n-word there but I'm not going to um but yeah I don't necessarily see that as something I want to do I don't necessarily mind going to somewhere hot but you know it's not necessarily what I'd like to do it's just constantly just lie down and be in the beach and um, rest. I think I do too much of that at home. I mean, Jesus Christ, I can just be sitting at home watching a movie and then next thing I know, five minutes later, I'm asleep. So, yeah, I kind of don't want to do that. I kind of, when I go on holiday, I, I, I want to see the country. I want to, you know, check out the local culture, just be around the local people and not just do all the touristy kind of things. I just like to kind of go to like a local place and just fit in as best as I can, being absolutely huge and a different colour than most people. But, you know, if I went to a country that was predominantly black people, I probably might just fit in and people wouldn't even notice. But, um, yeah, that's the kind of idea of holidays that I want to do. And... um a lot of my friends do go on these kind of like exotic holidays to hot countries where they can just sit down and just lie on the beach and catch their tan and stuff and that's not necessarily an idea of a good time for me I want to go out take a shit ton of pictures see everything I can find out more information and enjoy myself and um, for me whether it is just a byproduct of that country's climate at the time and um you know even if i had a holiday where it rained all the time i don't necessarily think it would 
hinder my experience. It will just kind of, you know, make me feel more at home because, you know, I live in England. I'm with, I'm at the place for the weather, so I'm just kind of just like, yeah, I just want to be in a place and just explore and see and, you know, get a feel for this planet and get a feel for that country. And I don't feel like I'll get that if I just went somewhere went sat on a beach all day and just did a lot of the things that I could do at home so I'd rather do things that I can only do in that country like eat the local cuisine or travel on their local transport or just just do whatever the locals do and you know not just lie down on the beach all day every day and do stuff that I can do at home but that's just me. I know there's a few people that think like me that, you know, the whole point of a holiday is to kind of go away and experience countries. And that's what I think. And with this holiday where I've just come back from, I didn't get a lot of sleep, I realised. I slept because I had to, but I did a lot more. I did a lot less sleeping because I wanted to see so much than I normally would at home. And if I had the week off here, I know there would have been a lot more sleeping than doing activities like there was here. So I think I definitely made the right decision. So I did what I wanted to do and I feel like I've done the right decision. So hopefully in season or series two, rather, there might be a follow up to this episode about where I've gone and where I've been because at the moment the plan is Iceland but you never know that plan might change to somewhere else and and we'll just see what happens and we'll cross that bridge when it when I come to it even if that means I might have to do this one alone but I am perfectly okay with that because sometimes you just gotta roll with life so that's what I wanted to talk about this episode and we'll be back right after this and I'm back and if you knew what that little interlude was send it to byfaves at gmail.com and uh, if you want to view some of my pictures and more content from my last holiday go to byfaves.com and go to the gallery by all and you'll see my pictures of soul and if you go to the travel section in the blog by fave section, you will find Lost with Soul, where I describe my every single day and my overall thoughts on the holiday. And, you know, see a previous post, hopefully that should be up by then, about what I wrote about a couple of years ago, about where all the places that I wanted to go. And, you know, officially now I've got that on the ball. So, yay. Okay, so enough of my ramblings. So, as you already know, we go to, after my main topic, we talk about briefly what's going on on the Biphase website. So, um, for the last couple of weeks, it's been a Styles Biphase section. Um, this week, however, we're going to talk about what's going on at Big Biphase. So, um, inspired by my recent trip to Korea, I have gone to a lot of the Korean like coffee shops and divulged is that that right divulged divulged eaten 
I don't know. Something weird. I don't know. I want to say something fancy, but just the vocabulary is just not there today. I'm just so tired. Ah, oh, depression's a bitch. Anyway, um, so yeah, so I've kind of like devoured, that's the word. I devoured a lot of Korean cakes. And um, what I've realized coming back home and researching a lot of the cakes that I've had is that the Koreans and um, the Japanese, I probably, I don't want to say the whole of Asia because that seems a bit racist, but I know that the Koreans and Japanese, um, they have a different method of making sponge cake, which um, I kind of forgot about because I've already made a Japanese strawberry shortcake before and um you can see the pictures of that on the by faves website or on my instagram and um um i didn't realize that it kind of extended to korea so when i was in korea i've had several of their cakes and i've looked it up on the internet on how to make their kind of light sponge and um yeah, I kind of want to experiment with that. And um, so, yeah, so that's kind of what's going to be going on the Baked by Fades website or section, should I say, um, hopefully this week at some point where I attempt. I'm not going to get fancy with it. I'm just going to attempt to make a kind of Korean sponge because it's... um. A lot difficult, well, not difficult, it's a lot different to the way that you would normally make sponge. So it's it, it's very delicate and very time-consuming. So, like I said, I'm, I'm going to experiment with the sponge first and see if I can get that down first. So hopefully, because like I said, I'm pre-recording, so hopefully by the time this comes out in... Whenever it comes out, I'll mark it on my phone, whatever. Um, I will have, hopefully that weekend, at least attempted to make a traditional Korean sponge. And um, I will document it in a Bakes by Fave blog post and document it with pictures and see how it came out, whether it was a success or a failure. And hopefully it will be a success because, you know, usually my cakes turn out well, but, you know, I would rather have them not necessarily turn out well, so then at least have something to kind of build upon and then hopefully make, you know, attempt to make that double strawberry cream cake that I had, or at least that just, that, um, what was the other one? Just to... The, the cream cake, the vanilla, the van- yeah, it was a vanilla cream cake. God, was that so nice. It was just so light, so moist. It was just like, you know, just putting a fork into like nothing and then the taste is just like, oh my God. But yeah, so that's what's going to be going on in the Bakes by Face section. And um, so yeah, so I, I finally feel good that I'm actually giving the Bakes by Face some love in this, on the show. Um, since, you know, for the last two weeks I've kind of let Style by Styles by Fave have all this spotlight, but you know, the bacon's gonna make a comeback. So yeah, so look forward to that and um in this recipe I will also give you what 
uh, method I used and or the YouTube link or the recipe link that I attempted and um, if you're intrigued by trying to make um, Korean sponge or Asian sponge or Japanese sponge wherever it is maybe I'll find out um, yeah have a go yourself and um, yeah say you know send me a message or whatever and see if I um if I inspired you basically and um just just see compare notes and see where we get and um yeah and since Christmas is around the corner it's probably going to give me a lot more practice in how to make a better strawberry shortcake than what I've made very very recently so yeah so that's the Bifles update for this week. We've done that, so now let's move on to the rinse and the throwback of the week. I kind of want some nice, you know, oh, interlude music for when I move on to this section. Kind of like a turntable spinning. Maybe I'll find that next week. We'll have that intersliced. Um, but yes, so so if you haven't already guessed, so this week's uh, throwback and rinse this week it's definitely going to be k-pop orientated mainly because you know i was in the land of k-pop and um everywhere not everywhere that's being a little dramatic majority of the places that i wear that wasn't for tourists they were all playing k-pop and because they were all songs that i know and i was always keeping up to date with the music um, before it came out, so I heard all the new songs. So, so this week I'm gonna do something a little special. So I'm gonna give you guys a little preview, kinda. So what I'm gonna do for this week's update on the Byface website, though. So, um, so hopefully after this comes out, this Tuesday. So that means the Bakes Byface update will first likely come out on Thursday. Um, we will have a K-pop playlist on the by face website um because there are so many k-pop songs i decided to kind of split things up this week and um or this time rather not this week split things up and kind of like like make a k-pop compilation volume one so a lot of the songs that are on this playlist are songs that have come out within i'd say the last three to four months so everything is like pretty new so much so that i know that one of the songs that is on here um i really wish i can remember it it's a song by monster x it's literally so new that it came out the week i was in seoul so that's how fresh this song was so i was just like cool great another song by a band that i know so Amongst these ramblings, I'm trying to tell you something, so bear with me. So basically, so this week, for this week's Rinse of the Week, I'm not picking a song and I'm not picking an album. I am just literally picking a genre of music and this week I am picking K-pop. You give it up, give it up to me, baby give it up. So what you heard there was a little snippet from um, Girls' Generation, Gigi, uh, called Little Touch. 
which is one of the new songs that I heard uh, just before going to Seoul. And I actually heard in Seoul when I was walking around one of the majority, well, not majority, one of the shops. I don't know, remember which one. But yeah, so um, so yeah, so this week I'm kind of like yeah, choosing the whole K-pop genre. I know it's a little bit of a cheat, but because I'm just so high off being off the whole career thing, I thought, why can't I, you know, break the rules? Because, you know, it's my show. I can do what the hell I want. You don't like it, write me a complaint, which you should know the address by now. If not, I'll tell you later. And um, so, yeah, so um, because I chose an entire genre, so I decided to make a little playlist to go along with that. And um, so, like I said, it will come out the Tuesday after this aired. Um, So whatever the date it's aired on here, whatever day it comes up on, whatever you're watching this on or listening to this on, rather, um, it will come out on that following Tuesday. And if you are listening to this after this date, like well after this date, go to the Byface website and it will be in the playlist section. And it should be K pop mix volume one. The title may change, but it will be, it will definitely say K pop mix volume one or K pop volume one or something like that. And that is basically my rinse of the week. Um, I hope you. Uh, if you are not a K-pop fan or if you heard me go on about K-pop so much and uh, you've listened to me like you've been around my house or I've been around you and I've just put on a random K-pop song um, take a, just check it out because um, um, this playlist is um, not necessarily what I uh, for this playlist I chose a lot of songs that I wouldn't necessarily call like your big, big uh, kind of K-pop artists if that makes any sense so it's got nothing by like bts on it and um or like any other bigger bands um that are internationally known so probably like bts xo and stuff like that and maybe blackpink because you know as of recording this they've recently just released a single with um with a well-known english artist so that's kind of getting into international recognition but um no um this mix definitely focuses on uh, a lot of like um artists that i like who uh people may not know but i i definitely knew them when i went to seoul so when i went there i was just like in the music shops i was just like yeah i know this i know i know who they are oh i didn't realize i had so much melbourne's blah 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 and um yeah to say that i like um I don't necessarily say that I'm, you know, like big fans of every single person that's on this playlist, but you know, I definitely am fans of, say, like, because um, I got some Got Seven in there and SF9 and um, Monster X and um, Pentagon, and I'm definitely like big fans of theirs, and um, and you know, it's got some of the some other artists that I just happen to know and like, so I've listened to a couple of their singles and, you know. That a lot of them are, might be new, so you know I'm just kind of starting on a whole new following. So, um, yeah, I'm sorry if that ramble that's just just like too much rambling, but hey, whatever. I'm done. I'm done. We're done. I'm finished. Ever. See, I keep telling you guys, I'm a liar. I'm not done. I mean, we still got like one more section of the show to go. So, let's go on to that then. So for our throwback of the week, we're sticking with the K-pop, of course. But um, for the throwback, this one is actually going to be an album. And it, 
this is a kind of special album because this is like the first like k-pop album that i listened to and enjoyed and um when i look back at the year that it came out it makes me realize that i did listen to this album when it first came out but i didn't really get into it until about i'd say a year or so ago i think that's about right or is it earlier i think it's definitely no it's definitely about i'd say april may of last year is when i like really like got really back into it again but um yeah so but it's still a throwback because it did come out quite some time ago um so for my throwback of the week i am going with exo or exo depending on how you want to say it uh love me right the second album repackage and um i love this album because it um well I just like so much about it because it's got a bit of everything. It's got some nice songs. It's got some nice ballads, and um, you know, it's got the traditional K-pop nature of it. Um, I'm also talking about the Korean version, not the Chinese version, because there is two versions that exist on like iTunes and um, Spotify and whatever. So it's Korean version, unless I state otherwise. And um, I really do enjoy this album. Um, there's not a song that I dislike on this album. It very much is one of uh a grand slam album for myself and uh yeah so um check it out if you want to um since it's you know exo's second album and as of recording this they have four albums so you know this is most likely my favorite of the four probably because i've listened to it most but you know i'm gonna give the other two albums another go and um, I probably picked this album because I recently just picked up a physical copy of it while I was in Seoul and um, that was great because you know K-pop albums come with so much compared to what we get in England and um, I really do enjoy it so yeah so that's my album of well my throwback of the week we're almost done here we're almost done here so before we get to the end, uh just want to say thank you all for listening. And if you want to message me personally, uh, it is byfaves at gmail.com. Uh, you can always uh, find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at byfaves. Um, so, yeah, you can send me a message, direct message me on Twitter, or you can, you know, leave a message on the Facebook group or whatever. I don't know. Um I hope that that kind of stuff is working because usually in my experience I tell people oh yeah if you want to contact me it's blah 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 and then it turns out it doesn't work so hopefully that's working if not someone messaged me or someone let me know whatever um so yeah so thanks for listening I hope today wasn't too much of a ramble I know it's definitely much an improvement from the first episode because god I know how awful that is but you know I feel like I'm getting the hang of things now by my third recording so hopefully next week know we're gonna have a good time oh yes that's right i need to do a preview i didn't realize i didn't do a preview last week so um yeah so this uh because you know i already know what i'm going to do so next time if you are staying with me next time we are going to divulge into that crazy mind of mine and we're gonna have a little fun next episode so um if you're thinking uh this guy's kind of crap. I should really... I don't want to listen to it anymore. Only give up after next week's episode. So after episode four, if you really don't like me, 
give up because next episode is going to be really fun it's um something that a lot of people probably won't expect for someone to say out loud um unless they you know are a very weird person and i am so um next week definitely you know if you want to uh rate or review this podcast or whatever wait until you read until you read jesus and wait until you listen to next week's episode where i feel like this will probably be i'll have all the confidence to be like yes this is what we're gonna talk about today and um um hopefully you guys will enjoy that episode because um as of right now i'm still kind of working out a few pointers and a few bits about it but um yeah it's definitely gonna be a very fun episode so um I know I'm being sceptical, but it's just like, you know, there has to be an air of mystery about why you guys want to come back and join me next week. So, so yeah, so next week, look forward to a very uh, fun episode and um, we were all going to have fun together. So look forward to that. I don't know how much of this end Babylon and I can't, I really just need to kind of get to the punchline. So for now, um, we have... Exos love me right to play yourself. This has been Fabes. You've been listening to the show. And XO, Fabes, Janet. Baby, love me right, uh-huh.